0: Hello everyone, this is Paul Ward from Ventura County, California, and you're listening to the 15 Minutes with Paul Ward podcast, where I put together 20 years of real estate experience to use, answering questions about the industry, and interviewing experts who work in real estate-related industries. If you love real estate or an uncommon look at Ventura County, you'll love this podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hi, Michaela. Hi,
1: Paul. Hi, Paul. Today we're talking about home and property estimates from online real estate marketplaces, sometimes referred to as estimates, and how they can sometimes be outrageously wrong.
0: And of course, we want to thank our sponsors, Opus Escrow and The Money Store.
1: Great. Well, I'm excited to discuss how online real estate marketplaces like Zillow, for example, can get pricing fairly right or very wrong. You've been a realtor as long as Zillow's been around. How do Zestimates work and how do you evaluate whether they are correct or not?
0: Sure, well I look at Zestimates as a tool but not as a final answer for your home's value. So it's 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 kind of funny how sometimes people people will say to me, "Oh Paul, you know, Zillow or Zestimate says my home is worth 750." And I'll think, "That's interesting, but you know, is it really worth 750? Is it worth 800? Is it worth 690? Um, you know, those, you have to dive deeper to really see what the what the value is. So it's just simply a tool.
1: Okay, what are what are some criteria that Zillow looks at, or online marketplaces look at?
0: Sure. Well, Zestimates are put together using a computer algorithm. Okay. So Zillow takes into account the size of the size of the home the age of the home, the size of the parcel where the home sits, and so all of that data for homes that have sold in the area in the you know, the small geographic area around the house are kind of mushed together to come up with a home valuation. Okay. And so, you know, if you live in a $750,000 neighborhood and homes are selling in that general price range, Not you know two million, then Zillow is going to say, okay, your house is worth seven fifty. So that's kind of how they come up with a quote unquote single number value.
1: Nice. Can you give an example of information that um, online marketplaces may not have?
0: Sure. So if you remodeled your kitchen within the past two years, you know Zillow's not going to know that. This estimate valuation's not going to know that. Uh, Did the other homes that sold in your neighborhood, did they all remodel their kitchen in the past two years? Or are they, you know, cooking in a kitchen from 1985, right? Your home is going to be worth more than the other homes that have sold if you remodeled your kitchen and the other homes that sold did not. Um, So that's something that you kind of need to know to come up with a. With a value for your home, if if Zestimate says your house is worth seven fifty, and you just spent hundred thousand dollars on your kitchen, and the other homes that sold did not remodel, um, then then the numbers off.
1: Right. How have interest rates, like the the recent increase in interest rates, how does how is that playing a part?
0: Well, the interest rates have had a dramatic uh, impact on real estate. Um, you know, during COVID homes were selling in a matter of days, uh, interest rates were historically low, even, you know, some folks even got rates below below 3%, uh, you know, now rates are above 6%. So that's having an impact on, on values. So if Zestimate says your house is worth 750, uh, you kind of have to go back and, and and look and see, you know, when did the home, the last homes in the neighborhood sell, right? If, if you know, your neighbor got, you know, 50,000 over asking during COVID and you put your home on the market today, um, you know, you're not gonna get 50,000 over asking. So, you know, prices are starting to come down. And so uh, we have to take that interest rates into account when determining value. And so if homes have, that have sold recently can, can be looked at, you know, for the estimate, but if the last sale was over six months ago, then you know the accuracy of that estimate is is going to be off somewhat.
1: Interesting. Why would a local realtor, in your case, someone in Ventura County, how would how would they be able to provide a better estimate for your home or property?
0: Sure. Well, a local realtor should know uh, the homes that have sold in the neighborhood, right? So mm-hmm. they might have actually been in the home when it sold. Uh, they might have sold that house. And uh, they're familiar with the, with familiar generally with the area. So yeah. they're going to be able to put together a more accurate value than a number that Zillow is going to spit out, right? So mm-hmm. there are so many factors. I mentioned the kitchen, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What if your house sits on an acre, right? Maybe there are other properties in the neighborhood all sit on one acre or similar sized parcels, but maybe you've got a usable acre. Maybe maybe the other homes that have sold recently, maybe the land is not as usable. You know, Maybe you've got room for an ADU in the backyard. Maybe you have a pool. Uh, maybe you have a horse arena. Maybe everybody else that lives in the area lives on the edge of a cliff, right? So Zillow doesn't know that. They don't know the usability of of the land. So that has to be taken into account. If you've got a usable lot and everybody else doesn't, then you probably would want to eliminate or take into account, you know, those properties when coming up with the value. Uh, also eclectic neighborhoods, that's when Zillow really, the, the numbers are really off. So somebody recently came to me and they they were trying to put together a, a value for a property that was in the family. And, uh, you know, they were thinking a million three, a million three fifty, 350 and, uh, it was such an eclectic neighborhood. When you took into account the factors in that particular home, which you know dated back to the late '60s, not not much work had been done to the property. Um, so there were some beautiful homes in the in the area that were built within the last few years. And uh, you know, yes, if you just kind of took into account all the homes that have sold in the neighborhood, it looked like that house was worth over a million three. But when you really dove deeper, uh, the value was about three hundred thousand dollars less. was really worth about a million. So you know, Zillow doesn't know everything. Estimates are not the final answer, especially if you were in an eclectic an eclectic area. If you're in a tract home neighborhood, they can be a little bit more accurate. But you know if you're in an eclectic area or in an area with custom homes, um, I would just kind of look at this estimate with a grain of salt.
1: Great. And I do have one final question for you and that is how do appraisers take into account estimates from online marketplaces?
0: You know, the appraiser might just glance at this estimate, but they're not going to use this estimate in their report. Oh. Okay. It's it's not it's not a, a scientific it, it's it's you know, computer generated, but the appraiser really has to dive deep and to determine that home's value. You know, look at the upgrades of the home, look at the usability of the land. You know, do you have solid walnut doors throughout your house? Um, You know, what kind of upgrades did you do other than the kitchen, right? So all of that has to be taken into account um, when determining a a value. And then an appraiser will be able to eliminate homes that don't make sense. Um, You know, if you're living in a 5,000 square foot house next to a 1,200 square foot bungalow, that's 50 years old, that house next door would, you know, would be not really considered when determining the value of your home.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. That was such great information. And that wraps up this episode of 15 Minutes with Paul Ward. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss a future episode. Paul's contact information is in the show notes. If you have a suggestion for future episodes, please leave that. Also, if you have a few minutes, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It's totally free for you and goes a long way in helping people discover the podcast.
0: And of course, we want to thank our sponsors, Opus Escrow and The Money Store.
1: Great. Thank you. Bye.